Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Gloria Allred was the lawyer for three of the women who were confronting Weinstein in that uh, New York courtroom. Ms. Allred is also the author of Fight Back and Win. Ms. Allred, uh, you and I talked leading up to the trial. We talked during the trial. And now Weinstein is convicted. What does it all mean? Yes, and thank you very much for uh, making, you know, keeping everyone informed uh, as the trial proceeded. The three witnesses that testified, whom I represent, were very, very courageous. You know, because it's one thing to tell your story to the press, it's another to be vigorously uh, and sometimes brutally cross examined under oath uh, in public. Uh, on the witness stand, and they they more than held their own. They were very courageous, and as a result, Mimi, who is one of my clients and who is one of the two victims in this New York criminal case, the uh, jury did find unanimously and beyond a reasonable doubt that Mr. Weinstein sexually uh, committed an act of criminal sexual assault, and that carries the longest potential sentence for Mr. Weinstein. Uh, there was also one other victim, and he was uh, convicted of uh, rape in the third degree. As to the other victim, that carries a, a significantly shorter sentence. Uh, but still, it and I don't represent her, but still, uh, you know, it was very, very brave of her to testify. I also represent Annabella Shora, who is a well-known actor, and she testified on the issue of sexually predatory uh, uh, conduct. Um, and while the jury did not find beyond a reasonable doubt uh, that there was sexually predatory conduct, uh, they, the jurors, uh, a number of them who have been interviewed, felt that her testimony was very, very compelling. Uh, and, uh, and I do believe that a number of them believed her. It's just that they didn't find guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, and finally, I do represent Lauren Young, who also testified in this New York criminal case as what we call a Molyneux witness, a prior bad act witness. And uh, she is also going to be one of the two victims for whom charges will be filed in the Los Angeles criminal case, which will follow the New York case. Right now, the New York case is set for sentencing March 11th, and he faces a sentence of potentially up to 29 years. Uh, we'll see what happens, how much he gets in terms of a sentence, but uh, the future does not look bright for Mr. Weinstein. He also has a Los Angeles uh, trial awaiting, does he not? Yes, that's the criminal case uh, in L.A. that I was just referring to. Right. And right after the sentencing, uh, you know, I have every reason to believe that uh, as soon as possible that Los Angeles will move quickly to attempt to extradite uh, Mr. Weinstein, otherwise known as the co- the the felon, uh, to Los That's Angeles, so that he can be arraigned in that L.A. criminal case. So let me ask you: Is this a was this a watershed case? Did this now change the dynamics as far as prosecutors taking uh, cases uh, of sex, accusations of sexual assault to court? I, you know, I do think that this is very different, and I think, you know, you put your finger right on it, that the now prosecutors who ordinarily would have rejected this type of case in the past are more likely to take the risk of bringing the case because now 
they 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 they're making an assessment that jurors uh, could consider convicting beyond a reasonable doubt in cases like this. And by cases like this, I mean cases, for example, which are more complicated. It's not a rape by a stranger uh, at gunpoint in an alley uh, at night. It, it it's a situation where. Some of the women who are making allegations against Mr. Weinstein in court uh, have had continuing contact with Mr. Weinstein after uh, what they allege was a criminal sexual assault or a rape. But as we saw in the Bill Cosby case, Roy, continuing contact with the person who committed a crime against you doesn't mean that that crime did not take place. The expert, Dr. Barbara Ziv, who's an expert on rape and sexual assault, testified in this trial as she did in the Bill Cosby case, that actually more frequently than not, uh, there is continuing contact uh, after a criminal assault uh, where the person did, uh, did know the person, uh, did, did know the accused uh, prior to the assault. And so, for example, in the Bill Cosby case, there was continuing contact with the victim, Andre Constant, and Mr. Cosby. That sounded strange at first. Uh, but then when Andrea testified on the witness stand as to why there was continuing contact, namely he was a trustee of Temple University and she was working there and expected to continue contact with him, the jury understood and convicted him of aggravated indecent assault. Likewise, right here in the Weinstein case, uh, there was, uh, you know, there were some emails with my client, Mimi and Mr. Weinstein, and many, many emails between Jessica and Mr. Weinstein uh, after the acts took place. But nonetheless, the jury's convicted. So it's a new day in that, you know, prosecutors are more likely now to file these cases, which is very important because there are probably more of these kinds of cases than there are of, you know, strangers raping someone in a dark alley. That, of course, is extremely important. It should be prosecuted. But I'm saying these are the more difficult cases, and yet the prosecutors are taking them on. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.